Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic educator, and practitioner, and your host. At the beginning of each new zodiac season, I offer these audio horoscopes for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can find written transcripts in my virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to my written seasonal overviews and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing offerings. Follow the link in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Hello Capricorn, welcome to Libra season. Are you ready? I feel like you're ready. I don't know what you're ready for, but I think you're ready for something. Your charts are telling me that you're ready and a new chapter is opening up for you. You've been preparing for quite some time. You got a little more preparation to do, but it looks to me that you can see the new horizon line and there is something about what's coming up that feels fresh, exciting, different, and like potentially a pretty significant turn of events. Over the last 14, 15 years or so since Pluto has been in your sign beginning in 2008, Capricorn has been going through a massive transformation. This transformation is the journey of the underworld. This is the dark night of the soul. And during this journey, and it may have been particularly acute uh, in certain years, maybe not the entire 15 years, but if you think about the last 15, I'm going to bet that two to three years at least of uh, this, this last phase really brought you to your knees Um, this was a period of time that you really had to surrender to darkness and darkness is fertile. It's creative. It is abundant. It is the stuff our universe is made of. And it's totally terrifying for human beings for the most part, especially, uh, humans who have been raised in societies that fear darkness as, um, many of our current societies do. And particularly terrifying for people who, like many Capricorns do, um, want to have a sense of, you know, what they're doing and where they're going and a feeling that they can get from step A to step B in a logical way. And you have had to let a lot of things go over the last decade plus. You have had to let go of notions of who you are, who you're going to be, what life is about, what life should be about. Um, A lot of you have experienced really massive losses, uh, times of very deep depression and despair. And some of you, uh, if your placements are very late in Capricorn, might be in that phase right now. But I want to say that all 
nights turn into days. And that's part of the wisdom and intelligence of the sign Libra as a sign of uh, kind of non-dual duality, that there's always two sides of the coin. And whatever you have experienced or maybe are currently experiencing um, has served some kind of purpose. And the purpose has been to clarify, I think, aspects of your own methods and motivations and ambitions and ways of being, certainly to clarify your relationship with power, power in the world, your own personal power, and how you want to be in relationship with power in others or power dynamics. And where we are now is in a moment where, again, it looks like the new horizon is there. The light is at the end of the tunnel. And my feeling is that Capricorn is doing the last sweep of the old content as the new content is starting to come in. So we are in a phase that really remarkably um, includes a lot of historical uh precedent and momentum and I think a, a kind of desire for many to continue with the ways that things have been or personal desires that we all might feel to continue with what is known. And there is a real need for change. There is a real need to depart from the known and step into some unknown on a collective level. And this is true in your chart as well. But you are uniquely situated for this moment because you have been in this journey of stepping into the unknown for a long time now. And you have cultivated skills and adeptness and coherence in a place of uh, fear and challenge and confusion. And so you have some skills. You have some skills for this next chapter. Now, Libra season begins on the equinox, September 22nd, and the first week of Libra season, we are moving towards a full moon in Libra's opposite sign Aries. That's the full moon on September 29th. This first week feels to me that your skills are really making themselves known. And they might be becoming more apparent to you in the context of experiences, relationships, or opportunities that are being presented to you that really resonate very strongly with what is already familiar to you and maybe would pull you into the past. So particularly, I think, when it comes to power and your relationship with power, your personal power, power dynamics, power in the world, and especially themes that bring up power issues a lot. And these themes for sure include money. They include um, deep emotional entanglements or commitments. They include death and fear. Um, what in your life <laughs> really sparks your uh, power issues? I bet that over the last couple of months, you have had an opportunity to do some review. And you may have picked up some threads, 
that feel like they are familiar threads. But my guess is, is that even if, if you're still holding those threads, my guess is that there's some kind of feeling of discomfort or a knowing internally that you can't do things the way that you used to. You have to do them differently. You can't get caught in the same dynamics, especially not the same dynamics around money or relationships or sex or power. You want to do things differently. And you are feeling a lot of support to do things differently. I think you've, uh, as I've mentioned, been through a lot over the last many years and certainly over the last uh, couple of months or since the beginning of this year, your charts are full of a new kind of vitality and creativity and enthusiasm. And I'm going to use a word here that I don't usually use for Capricorn. I'm going to say optimism. Whoa. It feels like y'all have a reason to be a little optimistic, which is not usually <laughs> or not always the vibe with Capricorn. You guys are very discerning, pragmatic realists, many of you. But there is this sense of light at the end of the tunnel shining through. You may not be able to trust it. Your inner voices may be giving you all the reasons why you couldn't or shouldn't trust it. And yet it's there. The first week of Libra season has a lot of this kind of feeling in it. This sense of wanting to move forward into the future, feeling the possibility, feeling the opportunity, feeling the expansion because of the work that you have done. This is also a week that has a particular kind of testing quality to it. And the test, my sense is, is are you going to do the new thing or are you going to do the old thing? This period of time wants you to move in the direction of the future, of what you know that you want. Maybe you have already made some adjustments, but you are still working on complete integration. And the thing about what is already known, even if we don't want to go back to the past, it's so easy because we've done it before and habits and patterns are familiar and we can slide into the grooves of what is familiar and what is already practiced um, without thinking about it too much and often totally unconsciously. And so this is a period of time that is really asking you to maintain and continue to cultivate your consciousness of how you are and want to continue to be different than how you were. This is a period of time that is asking you to really hold sensations of fear or anxiety, um, particularly when it comes up around um, the potentials of loss or the, the sensations of loss, which happen frequently when we change. And there can be a lot of hesitation to do the new thing because the new thing might have very real consequences for the parts of our lives or relationships that are still established in the old thing. And my feeling for you is that this is a, 
a kind of learning to walk moment um, or a learning a new skill moment when you have to be willing to take two steps forward, three steps back, three steps forward, two steps back. And every step you take might be a little shaky. One out of five might feel really confident. And that's totally okay. You are learning to be and relate and perceive and make choices in new and different ways. And it is natural that as we learn new patterns, we are shaky and erratic and awkward inside of them. And when we can love ourselves there, maintain a sense of humor, and keep orienting towards what it is that we are working towards, then we will succeed. And reminding yourself of what it is that you are working towards and what it is that you are wanting and why is very effective for you right now as a Capricorn mentality and and earth sign being. When you know the purpose of what you're doing, you can do the most uh, challenging stuff. If you know why, then you will do it. If something feels meaningless or um, confusing to you, it's, it's very hard to get you on board. And there will be moments that these new ways of being or these changes you're trying to make feel meaningless or they feel confusing or you get caught up in some kind of argument between your past self and your future self and the past self is going... Uh, no, 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 don't go into the future because of all the old, you know, reasons and the future self um, can only invite you in with an imagined promise, right? Like there's, there's nothing necessarily established there yet. And you just have to trust this new direction. So the full moon on September 29th is in my feeling, a full moon that really wants to help support you get grounded and feel into this new foundation that you are establishing. This is a full moon that is illuminating for you important elements around your energy. And here I'm talking about your vitality, your life force, your uh, feeling that you want to be doing anything for any reason at all. These are feelings that are essential for us to do anything at all or be sustainable in what it is that we're doing. There's also um, a, a kind of ego clarification that is uh, hopefully happening for you right now. And if you think back over the last couple of months, you might even think until the beginning of June or so, um, you've been under a period of review and this period of review, I think is really highlighting important dynamics again, when it comes to power relationships, sex, death, money, um, and you know who you are and who you want to be and you're getting tested on it. And this full moon is grounding you, centering you, anchoring you in the mission of whatever the next chapter is. And the days that follow the full moon as we move into October are going to be days when you're going to feel that residual fallout um, of getting more grounded, centered, anchored, etc. Now, as you know, as I've already said at least twice, 
there could be discomfort here. And discomfort is a growth opportunity. I don't know if you've seen one of those graphs. I can't remember what they're called. It's like, uh, you know, when, when you're learning the most. And at the center of the graph is feeling totally comfortable and way out at the edges is feeling wildly uncomfortable and um, really challenged. And both the center and the periphery, not a lot of learning can happen. Um, when we're super comfortable, we're not really learning. We're just doing the things that we know how to do. Things are easy. We're not challenged to grow, etc. And when we're wildly uncomfortable, uh, a lot of times we're experiencing states of trauma and we are coping and we're doing absolutely the best we can. But somewhere in the middle of those two is this state of dynamic growth where uh, mild to medium discomfort allows a person to expand their potentiality, uh, learn new skills, get tested on the skills that they're learning, but they can also still find their ground. They're not completely flipped out by what's happening. And my hope is for you that as we move into October that you feel mild to medium discomfort and you really are in a phase of growth and new learning and that you are also really able to come back to your own center, um, or regulate yourself and then co-regulate others, etc. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom for Somatic Space, a weekly class where we work with current astrological seasons, planetary transits, and lunar cycles through embodiment practices, guided visualization, and meditation. Every session includes an astrology overview and tips for observing your own chart placements in the week ahead. The practices I offer are designed to give you body-based mindfulness support right on time with what's current in the energetic weather patterns. These classes are offered by donation and available by recording if you can't attend live. If you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation Q&A and resource sharing space. Follow the link in the show notes or head to embodiedastrology.com to learn more. Embodied Astrology has so much going on, and podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. We also offer a variety of transformative, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers who weave together integration and synthesis of astrology with arts, activism, healing, and more. We host a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, chart reading support groups, and have several study groups where members practice applying astrology towards specific areas in their lived experience, such as chronic illness or parenting. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. 
Find more information about our membership options or support the continuation of this work with a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. All right, getting into October, we are getting into eclipse season. We're back in eclipse time. Eclipses happen twice per year. They generally happen in uh, seasonal times, zodiacal seasons, um, in the same zodiac seasons for about a year and a half. And in 2023, we are between two series of eclipses from November 2021 until uh, October of this year. Uh, There has been a phase of eclipses in the seasons of Scorpio and Taurus, Um, so October, November, um, uh, May, June, and eclipses get sequentially earlier every year, and so in 2023, we have also started to have eclipses in the seasons of Libra and Aries. And this is one of just many symbols in astrology right now that is conveying a period of chapters turning and what has been making way for what will be. In your chart, as we move towards October, there is a really distinct feeling of you coming into more agency around your creative potentiality for your own life. Life is creative. The earth is creative and all beings made of earth are inherently creative and that includes you and me. Creativity is adaptability. It is the capacity to work with what is in ways that are um, not yet practiced. Your creativity is definitively earthly. Capricorn identified people are people who are here to create in the material plane. They are here to build structures on earth and your structures might be conceptual structures or relational structures, or you might be out there building actual buildings, but your capacity for creativity is uh, an initiatory capacity. It's the ability to start things, to, to catalyze new growth and new momentum. And Moving into uh, the eclipse window, my sense for you is that you're really attuned to creative potentiality in your own life, and you are feeling that there are some choices that you are either currently making or can be making very soon that could significantly um, change your life in the sense of what you are creating, what you are building for yourself. Now, big themes are coming up for you in the realms of foundation, belonging, home, family. You can think about the landscape of your daily life and what is most intimate and personal to you in your daily life. And I'm going to say that uh, one of the things that's most intimate and personal to you is your bed or wherever you lay your head to sleep at night, or maybe during the day if you're a nocturnal type. Um, Your most intimate and personal environment ideally is an environment where you can recuperate and regenerate and come back into your own uh, strength. This is a place where you can let down your guard, where you can stop performing for others or for the outer world, and you can totally be in yourself and with yourself. 
right now there are elements of healing potentials moving through this area of your life. And when I say healing potentials, what I want to convey is actually the process of healing, which is not always happy. It's not always easy. It doesn't always feel good. Um, oftentimes healing requires that we get very intimate with what um, is making us ill. Oftentimes healing requires confrontation with the sources of dis-ease. And healing in a world such as the world that we live in that is so uh, massively unwell um, will only be partial, right? So we, we can be as whole and as healed as the world around us. And in this world of crazy violence and uh, constant fracturing and ongoing war, um, it is imperative as individuals that we do our healing work, but at least within our lifetimes, our healing work is going to bring us into sources of pain and discomfort. And my sense for you is that there's something that is needing to happen for you right now in the spaces of relationship and sources of of pain and discomfort in your life that have emerged in the spaces of relationship. Now, Capricorn is a very competent, very strong, um, and in many ways, self-preserving energy. And there is a lot of loyalty in the Capricorn instinct, and there are a lot of notions of family and bondedness that are really important for Capricorn. And that said, we live in a world and at a time when relationships are fragmented and fractured, and they have been for centuries and millennia. Maybe you're a person who comes from a really uh, healthy feeling family system. Um, and even if you are, I'm going to guess that you have experienced still your fair share of relational trauma. So over the next couple of years, my feeling is, is that you are trying to create or recreate some notion of home and sense of belonging for yourself. But as you move into this work, there's also pain that needs to be confronted. And there are patterns of um, relational fracturing that are ready to be healed. Here we have a lot of notions of um, toxic individualism coming up and the kind of emphasis, I think, of the current moment or the global moment that has really been defined in a lot of ways by toxic individualism, by a kind of corporate capitalist uh, patriarchal machismo. Um, there aren't a lot of social systems to take care of us when we are unable to work or to be productive, quote unquote productive, in the ways that society uh, tells us that we need to be. Of course, there are many variances that uh, change depending on Ace, uh, age, race, uh, gender, nationality, etc. Um, but no matter what kind of body you're in or what kind of predicament you're in, it does feel like there is uh, some kind of work that you are now looking at when it comes to defining your space of belonging and protecting space for yourself where you can really um, unwind and because you're a Capricorn, because you're so competent, because um, you 
have probably experienced a lot of things in your life that have um, had you, you know, be, being strong and being mature, maybe in moments when you didn't feel particularly strong or mature or want to be in those roles, but you had to be anyway. There's this sense of you need a place where you can be human too. You need a place where you can rest, where you can put it down for a bit. And what you need here um, probably includes all kinds of things when it comes to environment, location, etc. But it definitely includes particular qualities of relationship. And I don't know what those qualities are for you specifically, but I know that you as a human being need other people. And in order for you to feel that you can actually uh, rest, you probably need to feel that at least one other person, if not a couple of other people, will be able to hold space for you when you rest so that your nervous system can actually downregulate a little bit. Over the course of the next couple of decades of your life, and this is a long upcoming period for you until the 2040s, you are cultivating and transforming in relationship a new way of being and a new sense of who you can be when it comes to notions of relationality, sociality, and family. This work is just beginning for you right now. And as we move into Libra season, the emphasis is really strong on looking at your own patterns, your own patterns of avoidance, of um, toxic individualism, uh, what happens to you in intimacy, and working internally to come into space of more balanced and equitable and harmonious relationship. And I think that you have a sense that it will be in the company and with the collaboration of others, and not just any others will do. You need a particular type for you, uh, but it will be in their company and with their collaboration that you are able to move towards this horizon line that you see for yourself, for this towards this future that you see for yourself. The eclipses that are coming in, we have the first one um, on October 14th. This is a new moon solar eclipse in Libra. This is a big uh, kind of shakeup in your world and in your life that, again, highlights the sense of there is new energy on the horizon. There is something that you are moving towards. And in order to get there, relationships need to support you and you need to have particular qualities in relationship. And that is what you are moving towards, along with any other kinds of goals that might be part of this future work that you're thinking about. Friendships, colleagueship, uh, Partnership, perhaps, but my feeling for you is actually it's like bigger than partnership. I think you want a network. I think you want a family, and we uh, don't need to hold on to traditional notions of family. Family can include uh, so many different kinds of connection, but it feels to me like this is 
very clearly something that you want and need and that you are moving towards creating these kinds of relationships. And again, there's this feeling of discernment um, picking up a thread from earlier in Libra season from the first week or so when I was saying, you're having a lot of testing right now. There are opportunities coming your way, but it's like the universe is testing you and going, do you know what you actually know? We hear you saying you want this kind of thing. We're going to give you an opportunity to have another kind of thing, the old kind of thing. You know how to do that already. It feels familiar. It feels easy. Maybe it even looks like it's the new thing, but ooh, you're going to feel it and it's going to feel like the old thing. And now you have an opportunity to either say no thank you or to make an, an adjustment and then to be um, very committed to that adjustment and really make sure that you are moving towards the new thing. Now, I want to um, also just hold that this could be potentially disappointing and not everybody is going to be able to make the journey with you. And so the last couple of days of Libra season, as we move into Scorpio season, there really is the feeling that you need to be serious about what your considerations are. And this is not the time to mess around or to just go, oh, well, it's so easy. I'll just play with this for a little bit. If it's for you, it's for you. If it's not for you, it's not for you. If it's not for you, there is something out there for you. But whatever that is or whoever that is needs you to have the space to recognize and receive it. And Scorpio season is going to be talking to you about all of that. Thanks for listening to your Embodied Astrology reading for the season ahead. I hope you enjoyed it and will find it supportive. For more information on upcoming astrology, make sure to check out my seasonal overview, included in all Embodied Astrology memberships and our monthly newsletter. You might also be interested in my 2023 Year Ahead readings. These readings give a big picture of the main themes, opportunities, and challenges in 2023, specific for your sun, rising, and moon signs. My year ahead readings are now discounted by 50%. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. This work would not exist without a team. Ash Good is our website manager. Alicia Maji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Joe Stewart is our office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created this gorgeous background music. Vera just released a new EP linked in our show notes. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the best in the season ahead.